audio version of Michael Leitman's blog. March 12, 2023. The Essence of Spiritual Desire Comment, we say that the entire universe consists of matter. But you claim that matter is desire. Physicists, however, say that matter consists of atoms and molecules. My response, it comes from the way we perceive this matter. This is how it is manifested in relation to us. Question, then what does spiritual desire consist of? Answer, the desire consists of tense ephirot, which are divided into another ten, and another ten, and so on. By studying the study of the tense ephirot, we learn the structure of our desire. Question, is it ours? Or is it a common desire of the entire universe? Answer, it is common, of the entire universe, but not of the corporeal universe. Question, can we say that there is a law the particular and the general are equal, and therefore, by studying the structure of the tense fe rot on myself, will I be able to understand what is happening in all the spiritual worlds? Answer, of course. By analogy. From Cab TV's The Study of the Tense Fe Rot, Tess, February 12, 2023. Everyone moves along their own vector. Question, how can a person act correctly without making any calculations? For example, for someone, attendance at morning lessons and participation in various events are normal learning conditions, and it is hard for others to attend lessons every day. What should a person do? Answer, let him come as much he can, that is his business. Everyone acts according to the measure of importance. One is present every day, it is very important for him not to miss anything, for him every minute in the lesson is a necessity. And for another, it is normal to come once a month and, as they say, join in. We give everyone the opportunity to act as they wish. At the same time, we do not remove their free will, but we simply talk about the importance of the goal. And now, let them try to do what they can, each in their own way. Let's say one will make clips about Kabbalah, another will write articles, the third will constantly go to classes and only, so to speak, nor the granite of science, the fourth will compose songs, and so on. Each student moves along his own vector, in accordance with his internal structure. So what? Do not compare them with each other. Question, so, one student should not put pressure on another? Answer, he has no right. He can only raise the greatness of the goal in him, nothing more. From Cab TV's I got a call. Coercion against a friend June 9, 2012 The powerful influence of the environment. Question, you said that in order to unite we need to try to raise the importance of things that can stimulate us. Who does it depend on whether a person touches it or will retreat after all? Answer, only on him. In some ways it depends on the friends around him, but then it would not be his decision, but their pressure. Question, how is it possible to encourage a person to overcome his rejection of others? Answer, work, to work on it all the time. 
Now that we constantly hold workshops and discussions, a person falls under the powerful influence of everyone else and it relaxes him, lowers his egoism, draws him in, and lifts him up. He is imbued with unity, feels great power in it. It gives him such a pleasant feeling that after that it is easier for him to get in touch with the group. I think that this will greatly accelerate our progress toward correction. From Cap TVs I got a call. As long as I am alive, they will only suffer June 2nd, 2012. Fluctuations during sleep. Question. You often draw a parallel between waking up from sleep and waking up from the feeling of our artificial, contrived world. Is sleep the correct parallel to spiritual awakening? Answer, no, it is just a metaphor, nothing more. There is nothing that connects the dream with the feeling of the upper world. Sleep, like in animals, is just a physiological human need. It is a necessary restructuring of the brain when it stores information, sorts it, and prepares for the next impressions in order to process all information and translate it from perception to knowledge. This is a huge job that nature does. We are not doing anything here. But before us, as if various events unfold, only detached from matter, and so they acquire such bizarre forms, nothing more. There is nothing from the other world in a dream. It is just that those images, those impressions, that we see coming out of our rigid sense organs acquire all kinds of fluctuations. From Cab TVs I got a call. Reality in a Dream June 9, 2012 Transformation of Love into Hatred Comment, you said that if the external image of another person was inside me, then I would love him and somehow justify him. But if I see him from the outside, I immediately look for some flaws in him. However, it happens that a person constantly criticizes his internal qualities and feels remorse. My response, this is only if he suffers from them, if they cause negative emotions in him, and not in any other case. Suppose I was told that I have ugly ears, and hearing this, I begin to suffer. Since then, I do not feel good about my ears. I do not like them. What can I do? It means that such an attitude toward myself was imposed on me, otherwise, I would not have thought about it. See how a mother treats her child. He may be very ugly, but he is hers. She sees nothing ugly in him because she loves him. As it is said, all transgressions or all flaws are covered by love. But when a person suffers, then the object of suffering gradually changes from a loved or neutral one to a hated one. So he begins to move from love to hate because the former object of love, which used to give him pleasure, now causes suffering. Therefore his perception is transformed into hatred and dislike. But this happens only on our corporeal level. On the spiritual level, everything happens depending on the qualities of light. From Cab TVs I got a call. Those Jews again. June 9, 2012. Why do Jews always win? Question. In everyday life, Jews cannot get along with each other, 
but at the same time they very quickly developed the country and literally raised it from the swamps. In addition, whenever war starts they win, although they remain scattered. How is this possible? Answer, it does not depend on them. Do not credit them with it. This happens only because they have the upper purpose. It is only because they have a special quality of light, but in no way is it because they have the best brains. Also physically they are definitely not stronger than others. They owe this only to their upper purpose. Therefore it is pointless to fight with them in general regarding any matter. Those who do, possibly not now but maybe for tens or hundreds of years, lose in the end, by and large. We see this by the movement of Jews during exile from Spain to France, from France to Germany, from England, and so on. They came, the country blossomed, they were kicked out, and then the country fell into decay. All this is the manifestation of the upper system. I am talking about what is happening when the upper governance is clothed into people. If they act against the Jews, who have a method of correcting the world inside of them, then in the end they are opposed to the Creator's program. From this they should suffer in the course of history by the manifestation of evil. Thus they show everyone else and themselves that the opposite of correction, manifested this way, is negative and deserves punishment. This is the path of suffering. Question, in principle this is not their choice, right? Answer, of course not. After all, they had no way to be different. Where can a person have freedom of will? Question, should people learn from these things? Answer, actually no. If ordinary people do not have free will, there is nothing you can do. You can only turn to those who have it. If a person has egoism and a point in the heart and he can cause light to act on his ego through it, it can form the right dipole so that egoism and altruism are together as Keter and Malkhut. One is put above the other so that the quality of bestowal prevails over the quality of reception, and in addition if he connects with others to make sure he is in the quality of bestowal with regard to them, and if he hides his quality of reception, then the upper light is revealed, it corrects this person, and this construction rises to the first degree of the spiritual world. And that is it. Those who do not have a point in the heart, from the awareness of the crisis, meaninglessness, inevitability, and worthlessness, to the extent that they join this system, they also go up and move on. The feeling of the correctness of connection awakens within them and connects together into one system, and they feel the correct direction. From Cab TVs I got a call. Why do Jews always win June 9th 2012? Michael Leitman, on Quora, what is the biggest regret people have on their deathbed? A very common regret people have before death is in relation to what they did not do in their lives, for instance, the regret of working too much and not dedicating enough time to their family and friends. Such moments, however, can also awaken feelings of gratitude, for one's spouse, children and friends surrounding them in their last moments. Indeed, why do people think of what is more important in life in their life's closing moments? It is because they are making their final calculation in life, and they see their inability to do any more good. They thus feel regretful. 
then they think that they should simply forgive everyone and ask everyone for forgiveness, and conclude by asking the Creator for forgiveness due to their inability to correctly connect with Him. While many people awaken with such thoughts in their life's closing moments, we should exercise these thoughts throughout our lives, from the moment we gain some self-awareness. The end of this line of inquiry should awaken in us, the question, do we find favor in the upper force? And how would we know whether or not we find favor in the upper force? We would not know. But by asking ourselves time and again, we correct ourselves bit by bit. Moreover, we should be grateful as much as possible to the Creator for everything we have endured. Gratitude is important because we do not truly know what is good or bad, and so we need to bless the bad as well as the good while trying to be good. Based on the video Why do so many people feel regretful just before death? With Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman and Aaron Levi. Written, edited by students of Kabbalist Drive.